What time is it? Showtime. The brothers discuss sports and provide betting tips. The best kept secret in sports investing. Please welcome Bolt Brady and his bro. Man, oh man, can you say Upset City? One of the uh, funkiest NCAA tournaments we've ever seen, but one of the most enjoyable, too. You listen to Bolt Brady and his bro, your uh, favorite sports gambling show. Let's welcome in Bolt, our guy. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. It's happening. Wow. Few upsets, huh? Nuts. Dude, I mean, yesterday, Monday, was Boat Race Central. Yeah, I, uh... I hopped in the, the car in the morning, kind of threw it on the AM radio, like just one of the morning shows, and it was like, welcome to NC. I'm like, oh, I forgot that. I forgot they bumped the schedule again. <laughs> it was like the 9 a.m. tip-off. I'm like, yeah. Production Network on Monday went down quite a bit for people. Let's get this going with Oregon, Iowa. And we thought it was going to be a ball game, and the Ducks said, I don't think so. Luca Garza and the Hawks. Nope. As one of our boys, Big Braid, told you, I think you owe an apology to a certain conference. The Pac-12. Says Bolt, the the Pac-12 commissioner came to me and said, we'd like to get an apology from you. (laughs) You said that we were garbage compared to the Big Ten and the Big 12, and uh, those divisions were terrible. Overhyped media. Oh, dude. I don't know what it was. I mean, no teabags is what it, I mean, Illinois going against Loyola, and they literally weren't ahead the entire ballgame. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, I mean, it, and then it starts with Michigan State. Like, you need to win this ball game to get into March Madness. Can you guys do it? And they go, nope. No. And so that was kind of the start of it there with the Big Ten. Michigan State goes, we're going to leave the tea bags at home, and so did the rest of the Big Ten. Yeah, I mean, the pack has four squads left out of the 16, not too shabby. No, that's awesome. I mean, it is very surprising to me, though. I mean, I, I did not think the Pac-12 was that great, but uh, something was wrong there. Uh, I mean, Illinois let me and V-Butter down because that was my pick, you know, but I... <laughs> Your champion. Right, but... Well. But I did pre- preface that by saying, hey, you know, I'm not great at picking the champ, but uh, individual games, that we did go 3-1. and one. Mm-hmm. So hopefully V-Dog made some chippers there. Yeah, I mean, I don't know if it's just a hard year to peg, you know, for the seats, for the committee, because, you know, the stop and start and what you had to work from. But, you know, there's never been so much discrepancy in terms of the lower seats having that many upsets. So here's a stat for you that, I mean, it's one of the, literally the most incredible stats that I think I've ever seen. Literally, that, that's how impressive I think it is. So March Madness, okay, ready for this one? 23% of all games are decided by three points or less or go into overtime. 23% of all the games. That's a lot. Right. So that shows you, you know, yesterday when the average margin of victory was 18 how different things are this year. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, the, I, I kept thinking about the Big Ten because you look at those squads, you watch them play, and I I don't know what it is. Like the Pac-12 just, they almost seem like they're just trying more. They just looked way more athletic like in that Iowa game. I mean, Iowa just looked slow. Well, that was the problem. I don't know why Iowa thought, you know, Iowa does like to get up and down the court, but there's sometimes when you play a team that's better than you at it, you need to slow it down and hook up my boy Luca down low. At least that guy brought the tea back. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he 
end up with 27 or so. Yeah. Uh, but the rest of the guys on the wings and stuff, they were hitting their shots. They just looked way faster. Mm-hmm. I think... Uh, there was the the games actually went well for me this weekend. I thought one of the the easiest ones to pick, um, and I had a friendly wager with one of our friends out there. He's a listener; he'll know it. Big USF over Colorado. I knew that was ball game. I knew Colorado didn't have a chance. In that you mean one. Florida State? I'm sorry, Florida State. Yeah, did I say USF? I meant FSU. Mm-hmm. Yeah, FSU. That was that was one of my games where I'm like, they're, they're not going to have a chance here. You had Florida State in the Final Four, I think. I sure do. We're still rocking that one. <laughs> clinging to clinging to a little hope. There. That's my only chance, is they have to knock off, like, for my brackets, you know, with the competitions that we're in, is I need FSU to knock off Gonzaga. Yeah. I, you know, I think with this bubble and stuff, and they're just less of the, the arena packed, I think some of the pressure is gone for some of these teams. Maybe. I can't. Gonzaga, they keep, like, they keep uh, covering these double-digit lines. And again, even uh, they play Creighton now. Even with Creighton, it's like a 14-and-a-half point line. Yeah, it's 13-and-a-half, I think, this morning. But mm-hmm. maybe this suits them better. You know, just same hotel. The arena's not cheering against them or for them, really. Just kind of doing their thing. Yeah, they've been on a mission. We'll see if they can uh, if they can go. Like I told you, you, you've seen in our, you've noticed in our competition, like eighty percent of the people have Gonzaga as their champion. Yeah, I'm going to go out on a limb right now and say they're not winning it. You taking the field? I, have you seen that anywhere, by the way? Because I would take that if they they have that. They've got to have it. The yes, no. I just haven't seen it. Um, yeah, I'm sure you could find it. But I mean, that's you know, you see that like in the golf tourneys, you take a Tigray or the field, like when he was in his heyday. I mean, listen, do you think 80% of the population is going to be right on this one? I don't think so. Plus, remember last time we mentioned it's been 45 years since someone's ran the table undefeated. It's just history's against them. Now the question is, who will it be? I don't know. I think this is their time. Do you? Well. <laughs> we get a mulligan on our final four <laughs> i'm sure i'm sure most people are doing that because their their brackets are so jacked at I, this point i'm actually i was actually stoked this one uh this one lady who's just the best she's literally like 76 years old um and you would think she's like a 25 year old college guy that's how juiced she gets mm-hmm. for like the masters and march madness and so um i'm in one of her um, polls or pools, excuse me, and she sent it out last night. She goes, "Don't fear, we have a rebuy in for the Sweet Sixteen, like mm. so, like you can pick your squads again." Mm-hmm. So I said, "Sign me up." Yeah, I mean, it's cool. People that run those things, but as, as we've seen through the years, people take a nice little cut. Oh yeah, they do. Now, do people notice those hidden fees? Holy cow! <laughs> I think a lot of people don't. Wow, unless they share it with each other. So, you know, the one that I, the, the one, another one that I was in, it was, uh, the pot was 13,000. Winner goes, winner takes it all. It was a elimination pool. Side note, the guy that's running the pool gets a thousand bucks. Wow. I mean, getting paid probably 333 an hour here, big guy. That's a nice little cut. Yeah, it is. What was the, um, we did the Masters one for years before the guy moved out of his state and couldn't do it. Right. But was, what was the entry fee? I don't know if it was. No, the entry fee, yeah, and, and, our, and, our, um, and our boy, Big DC, figured it out. It was, um, 
the the pot was super big. Like there was thousands of people, so it got up there. Right. The entry fee I think was only twenty bucks or twenty five bucks, but he had thousands of people. Right. So I think he figured out like the the full poll was like forty five thousand, and then after one of our buddies ran the math, like homeboy was peeling off like thirty five hundo or something like that. No, it was over ten. Ten dimes. Yeah, he was keeping he was keeping over ten to run it. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, listen, we both know running those things can be a pain in the ass. And so is collecting. Well, that's the worst part, right? <laughs> Most of these things, though, you know, they say adios if you don't have the chips in when it starts. Yeah. You know? But, <laughs> yeah, so some of these guys are making a second income off running these pools. I heard one of the um, musclemen is the coach now at Arkansas, you know, and he, he used to do the Warriors and the Kings. And, and then he was at Reno. Reno, he got a little Sweet 16 run there. He's at Arkansas now. Mm-hmm. Um, but he's like, you know, some of the people are talking about the bubble. He's like, this bubble does not compare to the NBA one. Like, those guys were fishing and golfing and taking walks. He's like, we, we do not have those freedoms here. Because these guys, you know, the kids especially, you know, they're not paid athletes. They need to sit tight so the NCAA gets those matchups and that money. So they're just saying that they don't get to do diddly squat? No, he's like, you know, we sent our clothes out to, for laundry and stuff. And uh, yesterday was an off day, so I didn't have to go out in public. But I don't, I don't have my clothes back yet. I mean, you know, it's for three weeks and you're with your boys on the team. It's not that bad. I'm sure they've got the Xboxes rocking. Oh, yeah. He's not saying it's a bad thing. He's just saying it's, it's not like the NBA guys had it. Right. So, yeah, they can kick it and do whatever. I mean, especially if you're trying to take home, you know, the trophy. Let's get her going. Mm-hmm. But that probably, you know, that factors in. Who's going to be the most disciplined and, uh, you know, going to be the, the best soldier? So who'd you like of these big upset squad? I mean, you like Syracuse. Well, I sure did. How about my boy, Buddy? Mm-hmm. Big Buddy said, Bolt, I'm coming to play for you. At one point, was that just a boat race against SDSU? Remember, we said it was going to be a B race. It sure was. At one point, Buddy had 19 points, San Diego 18. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so Syracuse, I mean, they're kind of flying under the radar still. Um, they haven't had any pushback from the squads they've played yet. Um, who do they play next? They got Houston. Right. And what's the line? The six and a half? Uh, I don't know. They took out my West Virginia squad, though, so it was kind of disappointing. Well, right, because that was your final four. And I think I, I think that was when I told you they were going to take them out, the big Q-sir. Houston's minus six. Right. Well, listen, we're riding buddy. I mean, the thing is about Syracuse is that they play good defense, and then, you know, they have someone that they can lean on to score. You know, a lot of these teams, like, when they need a bucket, they don't know who to go to. It's nice to know that you got Big Buddy there. <laughs> Fire. Fire the three ball for sure. Uh, well, so the the second game against um, West Virginia, I was just looking at the box score. And it was like field goals and field goals made versus three-pointers? Well, no, it was uh, – It I was just looking at his points, and I'm like, wow, they're like – they're, they're in, like ahead by six in the first half, and Buddy had like – five points. I'm like, that's kind of crazy. Well, then West Virginia went on a run. And right when I turned it on and they got it down to two and I go, oh shit, next two possessions. Buddy from 25, got it. Three ball. Buddy from 28, got it. (laughs) We're back up eight. Buddy goes, West Virginia, sorry, we're packing them. Yeah. We're going on to the Sweet 16. Unfortunately. (laughs) 
Right. And they're just still in that zone, kind of just clamping down. Well, and no one's talking about them, right? I mean... As a team? Yeah. I mean, you're in the Sweet 16 now. There's no surprises, really. But, I mean, the seeds look high on a lot of these teams, for sure. I mean, his pops... I mean, this is his 38th March Madness. Or 35th <clears throat> March Madness. I mean, the guy know what he's doing. He's actually much more mellow because he's older now on the sidelines. Mm-hmm. So, and it's nice, you know, when he's got his son, when he needs a, a hoop. Yeah. I try to watch their interaction. They don't really chit too much. I'm sure they do off the court. Well, of course. Yeah. So what about, like, Oral Roberts? I mean, that, they kind of backed it up with that second win, too, which was cool. Well, Oral Roberts, how about when someone put down 45 dimes on them to win the ball game? Got them 150. On the game, two? Yeah. Nice. Uh-huh. Yeah, they're balling. Yeah. They got the little chip on the shoulder, too. Right. I think they... I think... Um, a seed won, uh, there was a seed represented, like, won every single game except for the 16th seed. So basically 15 down to one, won a game. That's okay. Pretty, that's pretty cool. Oh, yeah, no 16s. Right. Yeah. But every other seed won a ball game. Yeah. That's cool. Mm-hmm. Well, we'll see. I mean, there's still, you still have, like, the twos and the ones in the brackets there. So, I mean, these, these higher seats can still be peace out here real quick. Oh, yeah. I mean, now that you've got the Sweet 16, you still you still have Gonzaga as the best that they're going to win it. Mm-hmm. Who do you think they'll go up against? I still think Michigan will get there, but I mean, they could your Florida State could be the other one. Oh, you mean well that they would play Gonzaga? Oh, I think I, I think on the other side you might have a little bit of an unconventional squad, mm. like maybe a Loyola Chicago makes the Final Four. Wow, how about that squad? I mean, they look good. Well, <laughs> what the, they won the ball game. What about what apart? What about them looked good? Sister Jean just pumping it. Yeah, one hundred two up above the the center. His name slips my mind, but with the stash. Yeah, um, I just you know, and, and you pointed it out too. It's like how pumped are those guys? The the interstate game rivalry, and you're like. You know these guys were probably overlooked for the boats to Illinois. Oh, probably overlooked? They were definitely overlooked. So they're like, let's bring it to these guys. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, you got to be juiced for them for that. They're like, hey, guys, you might want to recruit me next time. Mm-hmm. And then, conversely, when Loyola Marymount, um recruited the guys on Illinois, the guys go right. They just ripped up that little letter and put it in the trash. Loyola Chicago. Or Loyola Chicago, yeah. You're going to hang gathers on us here. I'm <laughs> thinking California, my bad. But so, I mean, Loyola Chicago is playing Oregon State, and then they could take on the winner of your Syracuse-Houston. I mean, I mean, they can go beat Oregon State, beat Syracuse. They're right back there. Wow. I mean, dude, they, they're old school. They slow her down. And they the D was clamping down, though. Oh, yeah, it was. I it, You know, it quite frankly, it looked like they were better coached on that. Right. Yeah. I mean, my boy Kofi, like, when he got the ball down low, there was literally three or four guys around him. Mm-hmm. And he couldn't do diddly squat. I mean, he tried. He got some dips in and stuff. But, yeah, they dominated. I mean, that was pure domination. In the end, they're probably one of those schools, you know, where the guys stick around. And you got some, some higher juniors and seniors and they play well together right because the guy with the stash i remember him on their last run is he 24 grad, <laughs> grad student i don't know but he so how long ago was that sister gene was that just i think it was three years okay well i remember that guy i mean he's like kind of like the round mound rebound 
Like, I don't even know if that guy can dunk. <laughs> you know what I mean? But he's got, like, the Kevin McHale arsenal of moves. Yeah. <laughs> did you see Blake Griffin get the dunk in the other night? No. <laughs> he did. They were joking about it. He, he went down the lane and dunked for the first dip since 2019. That is amazing. I mean, he just must have not been trying to get one. <laughs> Dude, that guy's been off the radar so bad. Yeah. Not the play to leave Los Angeles. Yeah, I don't think it was his call. Wow. Got traded. Should have gone somewhere else. Yep. So, I mean, you still have, you know, big Baylors up there, too. Um, what else? Alabama's a two seed. Yeah. Alabama, the SEC, just, I mean, that, that's the league where they just try to run it up and down and get up and down and shoot threes as quickly as possible. But it worked. I mean, I think Bama was like, 16 for 33 from three. You know, you do, any squad does that, you're going to win the ball game. Yeah. But see, then when these squads get cold, like uh, Arkansas, one of one of the W's that we had, you know, last time was the Arkansas below the 161. Um, and uh, sure enough, it went under. We're going to do that again because big Arkansas has got the under of 159. Mm-hmm. And once again, that's almost four points a minute. I don't think that's happening. We're going to ride the under once again. All right. So we've got Syracuse plus the six. We're rolling with them again. Yep. Arkansas under the 159. Mm-hmm. Arkansas took out my boy Mac McClung in well, Texas Tech. It was close, though. I tried telling you, though, that that, that squad wasn't that great. <laughs> No. I mean, I, I think a bunch of them aren't as great as you would think they might be. Yeah. I mean, once again, Big Mac didn't have a dip. Maybe Mac needs to, like, try to go back to the high school days when he's just going down the lane trying to yak on people. Yeah. I mean, he's gonna. He's only got the one year left of eligibility now. So. He's solid, though. He needs to hit the weight room, though. Like, that's, you know, he's not very big. Guys aren't that yoked anymore, though. I mean, they're bigger than they used to be, but, I mean, you don't see these hoop guys get too ripped except, like, LeBron. Well, let's get the Alonzo Mornings rocking. Mm-hmm. No, I know. I, in fact, the guy from um, USC, the Evan Mobley guy that people think is going to be the number one recruit, dude, that guy's got to weigh, like, a buck seventy-five, and he's, like, 6'9". The number one pick behind, like, Cade Cunningham? Well, it's there. you know, people are going one or the other. But, yeah. You know, this Mobley guy... Um, his pops played in the pros, and his brother's actually on the squad, too. Um, yeah. They dominated. They sure did. Holy uh, cow. <laughs> so it'll be interesting to see how the Pac-12 does moving forward. I mean, how about how about uh, Big Dana Altman, you know, the, the coach for Oregon? Yeah. I mean, every year, you know, they don't really do squat. They're kind of in the hunt for the Pac-12. And then it gets to NCAA, and I don't know what Big Dana does. But he's 14-6 and six against the spread in March Madness. Yeah, he always has good little postseason runs, for sure. And then the cat from USC, his name's Andy Enfield. And he actually was the coach at Florida Atlantic. Flo- they- Florida Gulf. I remember, they had a run, like, I don't know, eight years ago. Mm-hmm. Remember that? That, 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 was, that was a Cinderella team. Everyone's like, what school is this? I think his wife was pretty hot. They'd always cut to her. Oh, really? Uh-huh. <laughs> So anyway, with them and SC, he's nine and zero in March Madness. Hmm. So both those squads, maybe keep an eye on them. Yeah, he parlayed that run to the to the USC job. Yep. When they made that run. Yep. Good call. And uh, I mean, Kansas. Thanks for playing. That was actually the largest bet, single bet of this tournament. 
some guy put 360000 on Kansas and lit it on fire. Mm. Thanks for playing down the toilet. Didn't happen. They're never very trustworthy. No. And and they had the COVID issues. That That's why I was like, this isn't happening. No. Yeah. That's what's cool about the Gonzaga coach, Few. You know, you know he's gotten offers and kind of just stays put. Right. I mean, especially now. Why wouldn't he? Yeah, I mean, he just likes the lifestyle and, and the state he's in and getting outdoors. He, he just likes it. Um, some of the positives and the negatives of the of the um, tournament. I think the dip, the dunk of the day or the tournament goes to Alondis Williams. He plays on Oklahoma. I don't know if you saw it. Dude, it was so badass. Someone threw it to him while he's coming down the lane, and he kind of spread the legs like the old Mike J from the free throw and just went, yeah. Mm-hmm. Some guy tried to go up a little bit on him. He goes, no, 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 no. And then the the worst part, <laughs> worst part of the tournament, in my opinion, was I can't remember what player it was, but the announcer goes, oh, a jump shot looked like it had a curveball on it. And Ooh. I'm like, wow, is that a compliment? How about when you shoot a jumper and the announcer goes, oh, it looked like it was a curveball. <laughs> <laughs> Wow, you're going to make loads of jumpers, big guy. <laughs> I like Raftery when he's doing the games with Nance. Yeah. He's always got those ones. With the kiss. Nance. And nylon. Yeah, right. Nance goes, I'm going to be home loads. I want, I was thinking about him because, you know, he goes to the Masters the week after. Yeah. You think he goes home, like, right now? He probably goes home between now and, like, Saturday, right? Uh, I don't know if they have, like, a bubble deal or not. You know? Oh, that's right. Because he lives on Pebble Beach, right? Yeah. So I was wondering if he's like, you know, just traveling and then he goes back, plays Pebble, and then heads back to the tourney. But you're right. He might be in the bubble, too. I I bet they are. I mean, they're they're like the main. And then he goes to the Masters bubble right afterwards. Yeah. Hmm. The guy's busy. Well, his lady will take it for the lifestyle. For the chippers? (laughs) They're doing just fine. Oh, yeah. They got the par three little hole in their driveway. Yeah. Yeah. I've, I've seen that. That's badass. Yeah. So they kind of bumped the games back again this weekend. It doesn't start till Saturday. And then it rolls into uh, Tuesday. Yeah. Yeah, that's super weird. Um, so along with the, the Big Ten getting the 409s, you know, sometimes outside of the sports world, there's a big 409 clean it up. Mm-hmm. And did you see the guy at the San Diego Zoo? No. Oh, wow. So, you know, like some, you know, sometimes they'll show people at the zoo and they get these brilliant ideas to, to do the selfie. So they're showing the footage of the elephants and like the elephants aren't like right there in front of you. There's several like gates and stuff that you have to like, not gates, but like ropes you have to crawl under. Yeah. So this dude is doing it with his two year old baby mm. and he starts to walk up to this huge bull elephant and turns around like, hey, I'm going to do the selfie. The bull elephant's not having it and charges him. And the guy starts running back towards the fence and drops his two-year-old. Sweet. Oh, dude. I mean, <laughs> just the 409. And who's recording it? Just some other well, you know, patron? With, with the phones. Yeah, everyone's recording it. Jeez. But, I mean, dude, child endangerment there. But how about when they sit the guy down and they go, dude, what are you thinking, bud? Uh, they're not. I mean, listen, I did some stupid shit growing up, but I would never, like, crawl underneath the fence to go take a selfie with the elephant. <laughs> <laughs> you grabbing the 12-pack after hours from 7-Eleven? And rock and roll. <laughs> I'm out of here. Good luck catching me. 
<laughs> it's after hours. Had to do it. <laughs> Check out the speed. <laughs> Still got it. They got those shows, the uh, CCTV, how they catch the people. They, I, I'm not familiar with Hell that. Oh, yeah. They catch the people. Well, they could just kind of check the CCTV, you know, the, the video footage now. Oh, I mean. There goes Bolt. Bolt's in there so quickly, I don't even think they'd be able to see the face. It's got the regular Budweiser just going. To- <laughs> <laughs> oh, the good old days. That's right. All right, well, so if you have to pick a new champion at this point, who is your new champion out of the 16? I mean, Gonzaga, obviously. I mean, how can you not say that they don't look the best? But I do think that FSU is going to give them problems just because of their length. Okay. What about a surprise team to make the Final Four? We're going with Buddy. Oh, the Cuse, an 11 seed. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. What about you? Uh, I'd pick Loyola Chicago, I think, right now. Yeah. And wow. then I don't, I, Oral Roberts might, I think they can beat Arkansas. And then I don't know what to see about the, the, if they play Baylor after that. Yeah, I mean, obviously uh, this is a different year. So, I mean, people are people are losing. The big daddies are, a lot of them are going down. We'll see. I can't wait for the Sweet 16 to see what happens here. Oh, yeah. Well, we're tipping Saturday. All right, so how many, what other games? You said the two for, in terms of the betting? So Arkansas under the 159, Syracuse plus six, and FSU plus three. Okay. Let's get those three games and try to add on to the, the W's here. Let's get this bad boy tipped on Saturday. Get those uh, stimulus chips out. Let's rock and roll. <laughs> All right, well, we will uh, catch you guys in next week after we, uh, we'll be looking at the final four squads at that point, right? Mm-hmm. You got to check out what mybookie.ag's got going on for March Madness. It's time for you to shoot your shot and score big on nonstop action with mybookie. Select the winners from 63 tournament games in mybookie bracket for a chance at 10,000 in cash and catch this it's only $1 to enter. I mean, come on, you got to do that. It doesn't matter if you're filling out multiple brackets, going for the championship, player props, mybookie's got you covered. Sign up at mybookie.ag and use promo code BOLT, B-O-L-T, to secure a deposit bonus up to $1,000. That's right, up to $1,000. Use promo code BOLT to claim your deposit. College hoops, NHL, no matter what the sport, no matter the minute, from tip-off to buzzer, MyBookie puts the action in your hands with in-game live betting. Bet anything, anytime, anywhere with MyBookie. Don't forget to check out Instagram and Twitter. It's at BoltBradyPicks. And uh, keep writing reviews on the Apple iTunes, and we'll pick, uh, pick a couple for hat winners. Send you guys some lids. That'll do it for this week. We'll catch you guys for the final four. Shout out to Chili's Bar and Grill. It's a great place for a game. And we will catch you guys next week. See ya. See ya.